What is going on, everybody? Welcome to NFL Week 8 edition of the NFL Flow Chart Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers, where you can win 100x. That's right, turn 5 into $500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. What's going on? Thanks for joining me here on this fine Saturday morning, diving into the NFL uh, Week 8 landscape. Uh, It's a big week. We have, for some reason, we have no bye weeks this week after having six teams on bye in Week 7, and then I think another four or six on bye in Week 9. So we've Got a big 13 games on the main slate, uh, and that means we've got a lot of decisions to choose from. And I think uh, ownership is going to spread out uh, quite a bit here uh, this weekend. So should be a pretty fun one to try to build GPP lineups. It's definitely going to need uh, a pretty high score in order to uh, get our tournament teams near the top. But, hey, that's what we're shooting for every week, right? So let me let me start by getting the... Um, cash game uh flow chart up on the screen here so uh i think cash is is uh super interesting this week and it actually hinges a lot on what's going on with brock purdy is brock purdy going to be available uh or is it going to be sam Darnold? um and funnily enough i think either way a 49ers quarterback is going to be in play i think if brock Purdy's brock purdy is in I think he's a potential option to play in cash at 5,600. Uh, if Brock Purdy's out and it is Sam Darnold, then he uh, might become a cash game lock. But we think that we will find out more uh, today uh, on that Saturday Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, hopefully. Uh, and so this should not be something that is, uh, you know, we're deciding up until lock. We should know today and have plenty of time to plan for it. So. Anyways, uh, if the Sam Darnold path does arise, uh, I'll get a tweet out there. I'll get uh, you know some some sort of uh, update here uh, to help everybody go down that path. But for right now, a couple sites are projecting pretty in, so we're going to run with it. Okay, uh, so with that being said, let's start with the cash game core. And these are the four players that I think should be in every single iteration of the cash game lineup that you land on. Start plugging these four players in and then build the rest around it. Uh, so first of all, it's Brees Hall, uh, running back. 5,900, and Tony Pollard running back 7,500. I think these two guys are in just uh, really great spots from a projection standpoint um, and uh, just really great spots from uh, overall workload standpoint uh, and stuff like that. And I think, you know, Pollard's been a bit disappointing this year, um, but I think he's got a potential bounce back spot here against the Rams. And then Brees Hall has just kind of been on a little bit of a rocket ship here since the start of the season. And I think that should continue. We saw the news about Dalvin Cook being unhappy with his role and stuff like that. So I think they just keep keep feeding Brees. And so uh, Brees Hall will be the most popular um, player on uh, DraftKings this weekend. I can almost guarantee that. Uh, the only other option that may challenge him for most popular player would be Trey McBride, tied in for the Cardinals at 2,800. Uh, Zach Ertz, you know, went on IR uh, this last week. And so uh, Trey, Mc- and Trey McBride was already starting to get a lot more uh, work, a lot more usage. Um, and so with Zach Ertz out of there, 
2,800 is a really great price for Trey McBride. So I assume that he's going to be one of these over 50% players in cash uh, this week. And I just don't think it's really worth uh, trying to uh, fade him or, or, or give different there at wide receiver. Uh, And then tank Dell, I think is another core player for me uh, and helps make uh, a lot of different things work. Um, I do just realize I, I screwed up uh, the back end of the flowchart here a bit because I have him on here twice, but that's just because that's how good of a player he is um, and really want him uh, to be in all the lineups. Um, so, yeah, 4,900 uh, for Tank Dell. Um, you know, he's coming back from a concussion. Um, so, so but, you know, he's fully cleared it and it shouldn't really affect him too much. Um, and I think uh, 4,900 is a really great price against this uh, Panthers uh, defense that they're, that they're going to be playing. Um, okay. So now that we got the cash game core, then we're going to make our decision at quarterback. Um, and I think there's really two options. And again, like I said, uh, depending what goes on with San Francisco, there may be uh, a Sam Darnold play that comes to light. But right now I think it's either Jalen Hurts um, with the Eagles at 8,200 against the commander's pass defense, which has just been a pass funnel, horrible. We know Hertz can sling it. We know he's a little bit maybe injured with that. I think it was like a knee, um, that came out on, uh, their last game in primetime there. And so, you know, they came out and said, it's not a big deal, no issues there, but, um, you know, if he's for sure, for somewhat limited in any way on the rushing, then that just helps his, uh, res- uh, throw passing, uh, share a bit more and uh, his receivers. So I think, you know, w- the tush push is always in play with Hertz getting that rushing touchdown. And I think the 300 passing yard ceiling is really uh potential here um, with uh, against this commander's team. So it should be a big day for Hertz. And then Brock Purdy, like I said, 5,600 um, for the Niners. And then from there, we're going to plug in our third running back. Um, and again, if you have like a very strong opinion on Alvin Kamara uh, with the Saints at 7,300 over Tony Pollard um, of the Cowboys for 7,500, you can go ahead and swap out Pollard from the core. I personally prefer Pollard here, um, but I can you know easily see um, an argument for both and um, definitely think Kamara is a great play. Um, and then the other running back that is potential to be the third would be Isaiah Pacheco uh, for the Chiefs. Uh, you know, this Broncos defense is just not very good. Um, the Pacheco's been really taken over the Chiefs backfield uh, for the last few weeks. And so, you know, he should just be getting a lot of work here. Um, so basically between Brees Hall, Tony Pollard, Isaiah Pacheco and Alvin Kamara, you're going to want to play three of those four running backs. Okay, so now is where it gets a little bit confusing this week in the flow chart. Um, and again, like I said, I have Tank Dell on there twice. So apologies for that. Just uh, go ahead and disregard um, that one there in group A. But um, so there's basically like four different buckets of receivers here, right? So there's Brandon Ayuk, uh, who's on in his own little um, world there at 7,000. There's Jamar Chase, who's also in his own little world there at 8,100. And then there's a group of guys that I'm calling Group A, which is uh, Josh Downs and Kendrick Bourne, 4,800, 4,700. And then there's a group of guys which I'm calling Group B, which is Zay Flowers, 5,600, George Pickens, 5,500, and Christian Kirk, 5,900. So based on what you pick for quarterback and for your third running back, 
that is going to get you up to this red uh, little key here at the top of the flow chart that says what to do based on what you pick in column two, right? So if you go Hertz and Pacheco, then you're going to pick Brandon Ayuk and you're going to fill in a guy from group B, Zay Flowers, George Pickens, or Christian Kirk. If you go Hertz and Kamara, then you're going to pick a guy from group B, Flowers, Pickens, Kirk, and group A, Downs and Bourne. If you go Purdy and Pacheco, then you can actually fit in Jamar Chase and Brandon Ayuk, or you can go Jamar Chase and a player from Group B. And then if you go Purdy and Kamara, you can really do any combo that you want. So you can go Ayuk and Group B, you can go Jamar Chase and Ayuk, you can go uh, Chase and Group B, um, Chase and Group A, I'm in Group B and Group A. I mean, there's plenty of ways to do it and it all kind of depends on like what you want to do at defense so a couple of these options and a couple of the pairings require you to play the patriots defense at two thousand dollars min price which i think is totally fine defense just does not matter to me at all this week it usually doesn't matter to me at all um and i think even more so this week i don't think it matters much uh there's not like a standout defense there's not going to be a high owned defense there at the bottom I think the Falcons will probably be the most popular, but you know I'm not like needing to uh, needing to make them a priority into my lineup. Um, so so yeah, depending what combo you go with at the wide receivers, you'll have basically two thousand dollars yeah left. You'll have about three thousand dollars left, or you'll have maybe like thirty five hundred dollars left or so. Um, and so yeah, I think Patriots at the two thousand dollar range. Uh, you could even. Um, make an argument for the Vikings at 2,500 if um, if you've got that much money left. And then I think Falcons and Jaguars at the, at the $3,000 range. And then um, I think uh, Seahawks and Giants are both fine at the $3,500 range. So again, I know that's a bit confusing. Um, I think as you're building your lineup, it'll make a bit more sense. Um, it, it, it's a it's kind of tough for me to organize it on paper. There's just basically a, a you know, a, like call it these, you know, six or seven different receivers that um, depending what you do at running back, you kind of get different combos. So again, we'll break this down real quick. Brees Hall, Tony Pollard, Trey McBride, and Tank Dell is what I'm calling the cash game core this week. Then you're going to decide a quarterback if you want to go Jalen Hurts or Brock Purdy. Then you're going to decide at running back if you want to go Isaiah Pacheco or Alvin Kamara. And then from there, you're going to go to the little decoder key at the top of the flowchart this week. And based on your pairing, you're going to figure out if you want to get Brandon Ayuk, if you can fit Jamar Chase, if you can fit Josh Downs or Kendrick Bourne, and if you can fit Zay Flowers, George Pickens, or Christian Kirk. Um, so, yeah, uh, very fun week in cash. I think, you know, it's going to be, again, some kind of coin flip decisions here at what lineup looks best to the eye of the beholder. But using this format, using this layout here should give you a pretty good chance to get across that 50% mark. <clears throat> okay, NBA is back and we're giving away an NBA gambling podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog to submit a screenshot of you playing NBA underdog using our promo code SGPN and one random winner will get an NBA gambling podcast hoodie. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash M B 
be a dog. Okay, let's us jump in now to the GPP flowchart of the week. And so I think the GPP flow landscape this week is super interesting because um, so the past few weeks, a lot of the call it cheaper quarterback stacks have kind of been getting there a little bit. Um, and people have been shying away a bit from the expensive quarterbacks. Uh, the expensive quarterbacks haven't really separated themselves from the pack. Uh, and some of the cheap guys have kind of been getting there. Uh, this week, however, all the expensive quarterbacks are kind of just in smash spots. You've got Hurts against the Commanders. You've got Lamar Jackson against the Cardinals. You've got Patrick Mahomes against the Broncos. Theoretically, all games that those guys should blow up in and should really go off. And as such, all those guys are projecting pretty well and going to grab some ownership too. Um, and then you've also got some uh, quarterback action going on still with the cheap guys a little bit, right? So, um, you know, as we talked about in cash, Brock Purdy projects pretty well. Um you know, Russell Wilson actually projects pretty well. Kenny Pickett down there at 4,900 projects pretty well against the Jaguars. Um, and yeah, I think there's, you know, uh, going to be kind of a, you know, a decision by the field to go uh, up to an expensive quarterback, Mahomes, Hurts, or Lamar, or down to one of those cheaper quarterbacks I just mentioned. And I think the mid-tier of quarterback is going to go pretty unowned. Uh, um, and so I, we, we are just kind of going back to the well here. We haven't done one of these for a while. I think probably midway through last season was the last time we rolled out one of these Bengals alpha double stacks, but here we are week eight, 2023. We're doing it, baby. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T Higgins. Let's keep it simple. Let's root for a Bengals high scoring affair and let's let it ride, baby. So with this Bengals alpha double stack, I just don't think anybody's going to play it. Jamar Chase is going to be popular. People are going to be playing Higgins off of Chase as leverage. Nobody's really going to play Joe Burrow for the reasons I just mentioned with the QBs. And so if nobody's playing Burrow and a lot of people are playing maybe one or the other of Chase and Higgins, this double stack is pretty, pretty spicy to me. And I think uh, it's going to be pretty fun to root for. Now, the other reason why nobody's going to play it is because the Niners are pretty freaking good, right? They have a great defense. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a tough, it's it's a no doubt a tough matchup for these Bengals uh, against the Niners defense. However, we've seen some crazy stuff happen. We've seen the Niners uh, lose to the Browns uh, a couple weeks ago. We've seen the Browns lose to the Indianapolis Colts. Colts put up like, uh, or I guess, wait a minute, did the Browns win that one? Yeah, Browns won that one. But the Colts put up 35 points on them um, yeah, against, you know, this this defense that was supposed to be, you know, the best in the league. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I think, you know, I, I don't think it's uh, – uh, Colts put up 38 points on them, sorry. Um, so, anyways, I think this defense matchup stuff, especially if it's going to lead to low ownership, we just kind of throw it out the window uh, and let it rip especially when we've got this alpha stack of Burrow, Chase, and Higgins. I mean, this has hit before. It's hit multiple times before. Nobody's talking about it. Nobody's thinking about it. Nobody's going to play it this week. So let's make it happen. Um, okay. Now with the bring back, 
Um, I think there's really great options on San Francisco this week with Debo Samuel um, out. And so that's why I think, you know, this is a really fun way to build, you know, 20 different lineups because you can bring back Brandon Ayuk, you can bring back Christian McCaffrey, you can bring back George Kittle as well. And all of those guys, I think, are really great options this week. And so, you know, personally, I will be building a lot of different uh, combinations of this flow chart here and trying to get in, you know, 20 different lineups this weekend uh, using the chart. So, um, yeah, like I said, pretty much any of those three San Francisco Niners I'm on board with. Uh, Brandon I, Christian McCaffrey, and George Kittle. So now we get to column number three of the flowchart. And if you go the Brandon Ayuk or Christian McCaffrey route, then you've got to fit in a tight end. Um, and then, uh, which I'm pegging as Trey McBride. I know he's going to be popular. I know uh, we usually don't like playing chalky, popular tight ends. But, man, he is really above... Uh, in a way, any of the guys around him in this price range, uh, and he lets you get kind of creative uh, at that price tag of 2800 So I'm personally not overthinking it too much. I know it's kind of gross to be playing a chalk tight end, um, but I think the rest of our lineup is not chalky enough that we can get away with it. So we're going to put Trey McBride in all the lineups that don't have George Kittle. And then from there, if you go Christian McCaffrey, I like pairing him up with Christian Watson, 5,100 for the Packers. I know, I know. We're off of last week where we, where I proclaimed it was Christian Watson explosion week, and the only thing that exploded was his knee there late in the second half. Uh, did not have a big Christian Watson game. Uh, and he's, you know, the exact type of player that is perfect for best ball because he's going to put up some duds, but one of these damn weeks, he's going to put up a 30 ball um, and have a couple of long touchdowns. Um, so I am going to keep taking some shots on Christian Watson. I know it's gross. I know it may make you, um, you know, give you some flashbacks to a bad week last week with uh, the flow chart with Jordan Love and Watson, but we're going back to the well. Watson's got a big game uh, coming somewhere here, and I think it might be against this Viking secondary. And then if you take Brandon Ayuk, I think uh, taking DeAndre Swift, pairing him up at running back there, I think is a really good play. Um, you know, again, I just said how Hertz is probably going to be pretty popular. So I think DeAndre Swift is pretty good leverage off of the Eagles passing attack. And uh, DeAndre Swift is right in that group of all the popular running backs this week, which are going to be, you know, Brees Hall, Bijan, Isaiah Pacheco, Jonathan Taylor, um, and DeAndre Swift. And I think it's pretty good potential that Swift is the lowest owned out of those guys. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think he could be a really good play. He's been in, been seeing a ton of great usage lately, um, really taking over that backfield in Philadelphia. Uh, so we're going to load up Swift there. Uh, if you go with George Kittle, George Kittle route, then obviously you got your tight end position locked in. And so we're going to grab a, a wide receiver and a running back. And for, for that, I like Travis Etienne. On the Jaguars, 7,200, and Kendrick Bourne on the Patriots, 4,700. Uh, ETN this week um, is, again, going to be overlooked, I think, because a lot of people are going to play Pollard. A lot of people are going to play Alvin Kamara, and ETN um, is $100 cheaper than Kamara, projects point or two worse than him, um, and I just don't think he's going to get clicked at all. Uh, and I think he's really great leverage on that group. Um, you know, the, you, you can't tell me that Kamara is two to three times more likely to outscore ETN, but that is what ownership is saying. And then 
uh, in the Kendrick Bourne range, right? You know, he, I think, is going to be the least popular of those mid-4,000 guys, that Group A we talked about in um, the cash game flowchart. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think he, uh, you know, could be in for a big game against Miami. Uh, Patriots obviously suck usually, and uh, we don't really love playing Patriots. But if any team's going to kind of push him to score points, it should be the Dolphins here. Um, so Kendrick Bourne, I don't mind at 4,700. And then uh, for either pathway of the flowchart here, I guess any of the three pathways of the flowchart here, you're going to need to fill in the gaps uh, with uh, two different players. Um, and you're going to uh, likely need to decide between a running back and a wide receiver. Um, you could, I think on some of the paths, uh, you could get away with, uh, no, you're actually going to need to play a running back and a receiver um, on each of these. Sorry about that. It just took me a little while to to process. Okay, so for the running back position, um, we're going to put Brees Hall in here at 5,900. Again, I think this Joe Burrow lineup, double stack, is not going to be owned. You don't have to worry too much about ownership once you start with Burrow. Um, so Brees Hall is totally fine um, and is projecting really well on the Sims, on the sheets, everything. Um Kareem Hunt, I think, is another really interesting option this week. It seems like even though Jerome Ford was like kind of practicing late in the week, I would assume they they keep him out for this uh, week's matchup. And so I really, really like Kareem Hunt um, at 5,200. I'm surprised he's actually not getting a little bit more buzz and a little bit more hype. It might be because Pierre Strong uh, took on some of the runs once Ford went out last week. But I think that was just, uh, you know, kind of due to, uh, you know, game script op and stuff like that. And I think Kareem Hunt's going to get a bulk of the carries this week while Pierre Strong's going to mostly play um, special teams. And so a little bit surprised that Hunt's not getting some more buzz with Ford projected to be out. Uh, and then the other running back that I put over here, which is kind of gross, is Chuba Hubbard at 4,800. Miles Sanders is projected to be back. There's been a lot of coach speak this week about still having kind of a split backfield, still having um, – you know, not really any of the true carry, you know, not everything going towards Miles Sanders. So this is kind of just a bet on nobody playing the Panthers and them sticking with Chuba Hubbard, even though Sanders is back. Um, you know, this may not be something that looks great coming out of the first quarter, coming out of the first half. Uh, but maybe if the, uh, you know, Panthers get some success against the Texans or need some success, they go to Hubbard. Um you know, I, there's multiple paths here, right? It's either Sanders doesn't look well in his return, so they turn back, turn it back to Hubbard, and he, you know, takes over in the second half. Or Panthers uh, play well and are, you know, beating the Texans, and then they decide to load up Hubbard in the second half as well um, because they want to keep Sanders uh, with some rest. So, anyways, I think there's a couple paths to success. There's probably a lot more paths to failure, but hey. We're playing the GPP world. There's going to be a lot of failure. And then on the wide receiver list, got George Pickens. Uh, they already talked about a bit in the flowchart. Uh, really like that. Him, the Steelers uh, passing offense is really, really condensed now um, with pretty much just everything going to Pickens and Johnson, Deontay Johnson. Uh, Rashi Rice, I think, is a really interesting name at 5,000 this week. Um, people are going to play Mahomes and Kelsey. People are going to play uh, Pacheco. Um, and Rice is probably the most comfortable click for Kansas City wide receiver, but uh, I'm not sure how many people are going to get there. 
Um, but we're just going to kind of keep betting on his rise up the boards um, and rise up the uh, the you know the production this year, and just kind of keep betting on that. And then, like I said uh, at the beginning of the cash game flowchart, Tinktel I think is a great option this week, forty nine hundred. Um, coming back against those same Panthers that we just talked about, who are pretty decimated in the secondary. Um, so, uh, really, I like both Tank Dell and Nico Collins. Tank's the guy that kind of makes this work. So, again, just recapping the GPP flowchart here, starting off with the Joe Burrow Alpha double stack with Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Feels fun to play that. Haven't played that in quite a while. Then you're going to bring it back with a 49er, and you can take your pick on Brandon Ayu, Christian McCaffrey, and George Kittle. Uh, from there, you're going to, if you go the Brandon Ayuk and Christian McCaffrey route, you're going to pair them up with Trey McBride at tight end and then decide DeAndre Swift or Christian Watson. Uh, if you go the George Kittle route, you're going to go Travis Etienne and Kendrick Bourne, and then you're going to take your pick on filling in the gap with the last two, uh, positions at, uh, running back Brees Hall, Kareem Hunt, Chuba Hubbard, and, uh, George Pickens, uh, Rashi Rice or Tank Dell at wide receiver. That wraps it up for the week eight NFL flow chart show. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, I think we've got a really fun potential week here with this uh, Burrow double stack. And uh, I think there's going to be a lot of coin flips happening on the cash game side to see if we can get ourselves over the money line there. So good luck. Hope to see everyone at the top of the leaderboards. See ya.